I'm Julia Bramble. And I'm Ian Anson Gray. Welcome to the Free Range Social Show. <laughs> As always, this podcast episode is a recording of a live show where the audience was able to interact with us. And if you'd like to be part of one of these live shows, then head on down to freerangesocialshow.com so you can find out when our next live show is. Join us and you can ask your own questions and get involved with the discussion. So, without further ado, here is this week's show. Welcome to the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Bramble. It's social media uncaged. Your social media marketing moving. Hello, welcome to the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Bramble. Hello, hello, hello. How lovely to be here again. It's exciting, very, very exciting. We've got some lovely viewers here, but before Yay. we get into those, I just wanted to say thank you so much for watching or listening. This is also a podcast. We're also broadcasting to the Free Range Social Show Facebook page. So do Ooh. head on down to that. Um, uh, so you can, if you ever want to make sure that you don't miss a show, then you just, all you need to do is head on up, head on down even to facebook.com forward slash free range social. Or exciting. given that it's Christmas, you could boogie on down there instead. Oh, I like that. Boogie on down. That's great. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, we'd love to hear from you, but, uh, just before uh, I talk about that, what, what are we talking about this week, Julia? Today we are talking about how social media marketing is going to change next year. Now, Ian has suggested that it might not change at all, but I think, dear viewer and listener, that that is a load of codswallop and social media marketing will be changing in some way, shape or form in 2019. But what we want to know is how. So we would love to know your thoughts. I love that. Codswallop. Codswallop <laughs> is great. We should come up, we should have a, a, a book of all these lovely, lovely <laughs> phrases. So... Yes, uh, we'd love to hear from you. We've got some comments. So uh, we've got uh, Robert Stern is in the house. So I, I, love, I love this. He says he predicts, and I totally agree with this, and I think you will too. He predicts that Free Range Social Show gets an award in 2019. Oh, yes. Yeah, I could live with that. Yeah, Thank can, you. Yeah, that, that, that'll do. Uh, we've got yeah. Joanna Ray's here. It's great to see oh, you. Oh, hi, Joanna. And also we've got Ella Orr who says, oh, this is exciting. Hello, Ian and Julie. It's my first time here. So welcome, Ella. Yay! It's great to have you. Thank you for being here. So we'd love to know what you think. What do you think is going to change in the social media world? Is it going to change at all? As I kind of, I mean, Julia's called that codswallop. Or Sorry, that was what, very rude. No, actually. that's fine. It's not, I, I, <laughs> I, it's not what I think. I actually do think things are going to change. But oh. uh, what, um, what do you think? And in what way? Uh, is it going to be a radical change or a little change? Um, we'd love to know. So, I would love to know. And um, wouldn't it be funny to look back on this in like a year's time and go, oh, yeah, we were right there and oh, way off the mark there. That'll be yes. fun as well. Well, it's interesting because in some ways I was, I was talking to Julia about this last week that I'm not always a fan of these, these uh, the, the question, you know, predictions, because it's so difficult. It's really difficult to yeah. kind of work out what's going to happen. You know, sometimes we can be so right. Sometimes we can be so wrong. But actually... I think it's quite fun just to predict and you know not worry because at the end of the day we've we've just got to we've, we've got to try and do our best and sometimes we'll we'll be wrong sometimes we'll be right. Yes, but there are some big clues out there already, aren't there, as to the way that things are heading. So mm. it's kind of sensible sometimes to take note of them. 
I love the way you Sometimes. said that. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, Robert Stern says, there are so many changes coming, almost too many to list in one hour. Well, I'd love to hear from you, uh, Robert. What do you think uh, are going to be yeah, some of those nice. changes? And uh, yes. So, Julia, what it would be your number one? You knew, you knew it was coming. I know, what, I know. What would be okay. your, one of your, your things for next year, do you think? So one of my things for next year is the fact that we know that Facebook is no longer concentrating on newsfeed. They are putting their energies into stories and groups. So I would suggest that we are going to see the growth of stories over on Facebook, maybe to match that on Instagram, maybe not. But I think one thing we've got to get used to as businesses marketing on social media is the stories format, because it does seem to be the way that the world is going. And it does seem to be the way that a lot of people are really liking to consume content. So much so that there is a documented rumor that stories will also be coming to LinkedIn. So you won't even be safe over there. There won't be anywhere to hide from the stories format except maybe Twitter. But lots of people would say that probably Twitter in a way slightly resembles stories anyway. So, yeah, stories. Stories. Well, you're, yeah, you're definitely right there. In fact, I have seen a, an article about LinkedIn stories. It's already been pushed out to a small select group uh -huh. of people. But it's, um, I haven't had a chance to kind of dig really deep into this because it's very difficult if you don't have access to it. Yes. But, um but I believe it's different in that it's they are going to last forever or certainly in the current state, right. the current testing. So that's going to be interesting because one of the things about stories that I like is the fact that the they don't last forever. Uh, I mean, yeah. although that, that it's, it's, there are pros and cons with this. But one yeah. of the things with, the, with live, sorry, not live video, with stories is that they don't need to be perfect. They're raw they're authentic and so is the fact that they're not good they, they are going to last forever on linkedin a good thing that's we'll have to see they're, they're playing around with the with with the format at the moment so we'll we'll have to see yeah that'll be interesting i mean i guess they're only going to last forever in as much as a tweet lasts forever and you and you can kind of call it back if you want to or you do a search or whatever mm. they're not necessarily going to stick around right in front of your eyeballs maybe or maybe True. they are true maybe uh, they are. although obviously you know linkedin is the professional network so it's going to be interesting because i i think people tend to dig a little bit deeper into people's profiles on yeah. linkedin so if you've got stories from like a year ago and you've forgotten true. that you said a particular thing <laughs> yeah. you know to, just, to bite you on the bum something yeah. to, to think about there so robert stern says linkedin i so i totally agree with this i mean linkedin more video live video ad system i'm not sure what you mean by ad system but uh and stories so definitely i agree with all of those uh and rebecca kelly is here so rebecca says Hi, rebecca. i heard that about linkedin stories that they were only for people at universities yeah you're so right there yes so only for you people at universities to promote what is happening on campus so that's yes you're right so i think that's uh, where it's been rolled out to at uh, the moment. Okay. but whether it's going to be rolled out further i i would assume and from what i've read that it, it's been rolled out to, to students at university but following on from that it's it, it makes sense for them to roll it out to other people uh i mean facebook started off you know years and years ago uh for universities and college students so i it would kind of make sense that linkedin are playing around with that uh, 
with his people. So, oh, I do hope it come it gets rolled out wider because I think it actually sounds like a really exciting development for LinkedIn mm, personally. Mm. So, is is this the end of the feed, the traditional feed? We've, you, I mean, Twitter. That's going to be an interesting thing for Twitter, of course, because they don't really they don't oh. have stories yet, and 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 obviously Instagram, Facebook. Uh, LinkedIn, you know, they've all got these algorithms and it's becoming more and more difficult to compete for that space. Yeah. Do you think that, well, not necessarily is it the end of the feed, but do you think we're going to see far less of the feed and more for stories? What do you think that's going to make uh, in terms of for businesses? Do you think we should be focusing solely on stories or a lot more on those? I would say don't focus solely on stories yet, but certainly get up to speed with just like how to use them and and the different ways that you can use them and the different forms of editing and and actually what you can do with your stories content once you've created it because of course you can repurpose it and you can share it elsewhere as well just get comfortable with the whole format the whole way of talking to people there because it's much more about giving that sort of one-to-one personal feel than going out there and, and sharing on the newsfeed and I don't think newsfeed is going to die anytime soon, but Facebook has certainly predicted that the amount of content that is shared on by in the stories format over on Facebook is going to overtake yes. the amount of content shared on the newsfeed in the not too distant future. So mm. it's definitely something we need to be gearing up for. That's an interesting one, and and I I'm thinking about this as a, a solopreneur, as, as you know, running a business around my personal brand. Should I be focusing on stories on my personal profile? Or should I be focus, focusing on stories on my page? And at the moment, I'm, I am I kind of do a bit of both. I do a lot of Instagram stories. And mm. that actually pushes directly onto my page because I've got a business Instagram. And I'm never sure about that because uh, I, I don't think stories are kind of working quite so well on pages yet. Mm. But we'll have to see, see what happens. I think we're going to see definitely see a lot more investment from Facebook in the stories format. And I think we're going to see a lot of businesses doing that too. Uh, I, certainly as a consumer, I enjoy reading, you know, watching people's stories yeah. a lot. A lot. Uh, but yeah. I would be sad to see uh, the the normal feed, the news feed to go completely. So uh, Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, and the other thing to think about is the fact that if we are moving to more to a stories-based format then the ads will follow suit so not only do you need to get comfortable with sharing content in stories format but you also want to think about creating your ads to match the stories format as well very true very true uh robert stern says my biggest prediction one of the big eight platforms may disappear i assume you're not just talking about google plus there, yeah i wonder is- if that was just google plus <laughs> I mean, that is that what is, you mean, Robert? It's not one quite disappeared yet, but yeah, that's interesting. I mean, some people are talking about the death of Facebook or the death of Google, and yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. not. And of course, we, we, you know, it's easy to forget that Facebook, of course, owns WhatsApp and Instagram. You yeah, know, it's. I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. So there's loads of other comments. I will will yeah. get back to some of those comments, but just uh, we've talked a lot about um, some of Julia's thoughts then and actually i've written down here you've kind of stolen one of my ideas oh i'm uh, sorry but that's but you just asked me first that's fine it's because it's such a, a good thing i mean i i did as my number one thing moving over to stories was definitely a big thing uh and, and actually what's interesting when i when i was kind of like joking before and saying is there going to be anything that's a big change next year in in a way i kind of hold to that because uh 
a lot of this is not new. This has been happening gradually for this year. We've been talking about yeah. this this year. I think a lot of these things is just a continuation from what we've been seeing this year. But I think next year, 2019, is going to be a lot about the stories. We've seen that transition. I think next year is going to be, we're going to see a, a continuation of that, of that and much more stories. I also think we're going to see a continuation of moving over to the private messaging platform a lot more which i kind of understand but i also from yeah. a business point of view marketing point of view i kind of hate because it's a lot yes. more difficult to measure so i think we're going to see a lot more facebook messenger a lot more whatsapp which again yeah. does my head in because i still don't get whatsapp even though a lot of my <laughs> friends and family use it uh so i i think we're going to see a lot more of that and i think as business owners we're going to have to utilize that a lot more when we look at other countries so for example china is one that comes to mind they use wechat so much yeah. more than we use any of our platforms i mean wechat can do just about anything you can order a pizza or whatever on wechat and then pay for it and all this kind of stuff yeah so i think we're, we're can you be light years behind i think you can be you know in this case i think we are in in the west and so i think we're going to see maybe a lot more integration uh with payment platforms as well uh, so, so yeah, I've, I put stories and yeah. I put moving over to to private as well. So just before, yeah, I kind of... but the two go along with each other, don't they? Really, it's yeah. going from this sort of mass broadcast type of feel to actually, yeah, yeah sharing one to one type conversations, or you know, being in a situation where you just feel like you're actually getting to talk to a real person rather than a business. Yeah, definitely, I, I love that. I think we, we've got we've got to do that. For our own sanity, for the for the good of all humanity, please. <laughs> Let's have a bit more of that. So I, I just wanted to bring in some comments because we've got some loads of good ones here. So yeah. and it's not just about us. So Robert Stern says these are some of his predictions. Uh, so Facebook, another big algorithm change. I think that's probably, probably going to happen. Um, <laughs> ad system fees increased. Mm. Oh yeah, they've already gone up. Yeah, ad. yeah. Video features to upgrade. Definitely. I, I mean, we've already seen that with Facebook Live. We've seen polls, uh, you know, a bit more interactivity. It seems to take a long time, though, for, for these things to, to happen. And huge security features. Um, yeah. I would hope so. I mean, the, Facebook have done a lot. Instagram have added uh, a lot of things in terms of to, to help people with the security and, and the privacy options. Um, so I, I think, yeah, you're right, Robert. I think we're going to see a lot more of that. Uh, and also, he says on Instagram, more emphasis on stories and videos big push on their messaging system yeah. um so yeah i think we'll definitely see that ella or says i've been experimenting a bit uh, more on my instagram stories there are so many features i don't yes. use yet oh my goodness Hi, i mean do, yes, you, do, you, there are. do you what's your favorite feature on instagram stories julia? me it depends on my mood sometimes mm. i like using that super zoom and it drives my kids mad because they hear the noise all the time when i'm doing the super zoom thing but i just you know i love that and occasionally i'll use a face filter but not very much i love the gifts i love being able to add text i love boomerang i do a lot of boomerangs so yeah all sorts but one thing i love more than anything else is being able to download them and repurpose them share them elsewhere because, you know, you can create some really great and or fun stuff. And it's brilliant that you can so easily share it elsewhere That's as well. That's so true. Yeah. So you can automatically 
save all your Instagram stories to your camera roll and and then back them up to your computer. And repurpose. Yeah. Do you know what? I think that is a really good topic for a future free range social show because I'd, I'd love to know how you repurpose. I save all my all my uh, stories for later. Do I repurpose them? No, <laughs> but I would love to and I'd love to get your ideas on, on that. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, OK, so. Yeah, Robert says, no, not Google+. Plus. That was uh, the news this year. So, yeah, interesting. We'll, we'll see. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, and Ella Orr says, ads in stories format could need some guidance on making those look good. Mm, interesting. Ads. Ads in stories. What's your view on that? They're great. But, I mean, that's the great thing about ads. Because stories format is a little bit like live, so unless you're one of these brands that insists on having stories that look absolutely perfect, and there are some brands that do that, sort of have very manicured images, then the rest of us produce stories much more on the fly. So they don't have to look as perfect, maybe, as the rest of your social media stuff does. So you don't have to worry so much about them looking good. It's much more about using them to start to build relationships and encourage people to take the next step with you. I love that. And actually, I've seen a few of those type of ads or sponsored stories recently where they've they've just been a lot more raw and authentic and, and just mm. somebody talking. And do you know what? I hardly ever skip over those. The ones that I do yeah. skip over are the slick marketing ones. So I wonder what yeah. that is, you know? But don't they just stand out like a sore thumb in a whole raft yeah. of Instagram stories that's all from your friends that you're watching like TV and they're all chatting about their day or showing you some scenery or, or mucking around or whatever. And then you see this overproduced slick kind of production come in front of you and it's like oh what's that you know get it out of my way I, I, you know I'm not in that mode mm, definitely agree with you there what was next on your list what was next on my list it was well question mark over how many people are going to stay on Facebook and how many people are going to move across because I know a lot of people have jumped ship from Facebook this year because of the Cambridge Analytica thing and a lot of people have jumped onto Instagram. So we have already talked about Instagram stories, but I think Instagram as a platform for lots of the small businesses that I talk to and work with, they haven't really considered Instagram yet. What did I say about the cat? She's trying to jump on me. But now all of a sudden Instagram seems to be coming a little bit more mainstream for if you like your average small business. Whereas before, maybe they thought it was only there for creatives or, or whatever, or people about to get married or stuff like that. Now, small businesses are actually beginning to see the value of Instagram just on its own. So for me, in my world, that's, that's quite exciting. And I think that's going to grow a lot next year. Mm. Yeah, that is interesting. So I think for a lot of businesses, maybe been focusing on Facebook. This is not to say you shouldn't continue to do that, but you know you should probably do a little check to see whether your audience are still mainly on Facebook or have a lot of them jumped ship to Instagram. Now, personally, I've not seen that much of that, but I think that's because it depends on your business. And yeah. I think a lot of my audience are on are on Facebook, and yes, they are on Instagram. I love Instagram, uh, but. I think I think you just need to need to check. So just uh, for for next year, just do another kind of sit down and look where your audience is. Look at all your channels and see where are those conversations happening. You may be surprised, and so that's definitely something that uh, I I try and do on a on a 
constant basis, well, not yeah. constant basis, but you know, relatively regularly. And also, I, 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 I think it also depends on where do you, it's not just about your audience, it's where do you feel most excited and maybe yeah. it's time for a change. And I think that certainly from talking with you, Julie, I think you feel you really like Instagram and particularly the stories format. So that's where you yeah. tend to hang out because you enjoy it. Well, that's the thing. And if you if you're putting out if you're putting content out there in a sort of forced way, because you feel that you've got to and and so you're not really interacting and you're not really enjoying it, then actually it's going to show in your posts. And it's so important now to be able to sort of catch people's attention first off and then to kind of spring into action and have conversations with them. If you're just doing it for the sake of it, it's not really going to be helping your social media at all, is it? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Rebecca Kelly says you, <laughs> you're getting, getting in a, uh, is your cat getting, getting tangled, a, up, tangled up in your yeah. earphones? So yeah. uh, Rebecca Kelly says I could totally use some training on Instagram stories. I try, but they aren't right. I'd, I'd be interested, Rebecca, you say they're not right, but in what way are they not right? Uh, I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I think we can be our worst critic. Um, yeah. sometimes we can, I look at my stories and I think they look really poor and boring and I think well nobody's going to be interested in that and then quite regularly somebody then comes back and says thank you so much for sharing this and I think really <laughs> okay great you know. so, yeah and on you go yeah and on you amazing, go. So it, it? it doesn't have to be perfect my stories I don't tend to use an awful lot of filters or anything like that I just share my thoughts it depends on my mood sometimes I will I will be all fancy and creative but it kind of depends so uh yeah I'd be interested to know what you think Rebecca about that uh uh, Rebecca, I have got some training in my Facebook group oh, on Instagram good... stories, so I could give you the link to my group, and you can hop on over, and I'll I'll share the link with you in there if you like. Got you have that. Yeah, put it in the put it in the in the comments. Later. Yes. Oh my God, Cat, what are you so, doing? So Robert says, I think it's funny that people would be jumping ship from Facebook to Instagram. Yes. Yes, I agree. But oh, they hello? are. <laughs> Who owns Instagram? Yeah. They are. Yeah, I think I think you're right, but do you know what? I, I think we as marketers, we know that. But how many people out there, if you ask the person in the street uh, in terms of who, you know, who owns Instagram, who owns WhatsApp, I, I think not that many people will think it's Facebook. Yeah. You know, I think we'll be surprised. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Ella Orr says, I think the thing that puts businesses off Instagram is the lack of quality visual content. Yes. Totally agree yes. with you. Um, Absolutely. So, so I think it's a good, a good... A really important thing for all of us businesses to build up a a repository. That's a posh word for Monday. That's a very posh word. Uh, you know, of 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 stuff. I spoiled it by saying stuff. But quality images. Quality images. Well, not just images, but videos. You know, dig, yeah. digital assets. There we go. And Good I read. I think you know that there are so many more resources out there. You, yes, there are the stock images, and we shouldn't always shy away from that but just obviously be careful but take you know take photos yourself as you're going around uh, your you know your, your week with your business uh, and there are also videos out there video services there's uh there's the likes of wave and uh, uh lumen what's the one lumen lumen five lumen five that's the one yeah you know and it, there, there are uh, stock image sites as i said and loads of other places like uh, canva and what's the one you like pick monkey pick monkey i yeah. like all those kinds of things. So I think yeah. over time, this is something that I've done. I've I've got a folder on my computer that I also share to Dropbox that has all the images I've used over the year, and I try and categorise those. So uh, definitely, definitely check that out. 
Um, yes, yeah, some more comments. Uh, yes. Ella says, I love, Inst or, I love Instagram. <laughs> Personally, I yes. lo love Instagram. And okay. she says, I'm using used to doing stuff um, at LinkedIn, etc. And then when I switch over to Instagram stories, I can't get the right tone or format. I guess that's, uh, I struggle with the ad hoc part. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. I think one of the things that I, I wanted to talk about was, I think we are going to see a lot more use of LinkedIn. And so mm. is that going to be, are we going to see a real distinction between how we act on LinkedIn in a professional way and how we act on Instagram in a kind of more casual way, you know? So uh, what's your thoughts on that, Julia? Do you think... You know what my thoughts are on that? I reckon LinkedIn is going to start, or the atmosphere, if you like, on LinkedIn is going to start to change. And I reckon LinkedIn is going to end up being a little bit more like Facebook, but with a business twist. I think it already is. I think it's already started just in the past few months. It's a lot more chatty, maybe, in the newsfeed yeah. than it ever used to be. We've got video taking off massively and although if you like there are some stalwarts on there who respond very negatively when people go on there and just chit chat and do sort of relationship building stuff equally those kind of posts get an awful lot of response as well and ultimately you know that's the name of the game isn't it is what people respond to so I think yeah business is going to get more personal Totally More agree. Sense. Totally agree. And I think there is there is going to be a distinction between LinkedIn and say the likes of Facebook. I mean, you it's probably not the place to post all your holiday snaps, but Agreed. you know, you you can share some information that you've just been on holiday, and then you can then take that story into something that makes sense for yeah. the audience on LinkedIn. So I yeah. think we're absolutely going to see that. I think uh, I've really wanted to go uh, do a lot more on LinkedIn this year. Um, that's good, definitely going to be a focus for next year. And that brings me on to one of my predictions to next year. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to say this, uh, that I think next year we are going to see live video on LinkedIn. I think it's got to happen. I think LinkedIn... Oh, I hope so. I think LinkedIn have been not publicly talking about it, but I've heard so many rumors about LinkedIn doing this, and it makes total sense for them to do so. They've got a relationship with Vimeo. If you don't know what Vimeo is, it's mm. kind of like a professional YouTube. Uh, you you can use it for YouTube-like stuff, but if you are a business and you're using it for commercial purposes, you have to pay. So it's a paid service. Uh, and so it makes sense. I, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to do that. And, and Vimeo themselves have a live video platform. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, and I'm excited by that because I th I think Facebook Live, I love Facebook Live. We're on this, we, we're yeah. broadcasting on Facebook Live every week and I totally believe in the platform. But actually LinkedIn would be such the perfect place yeah. for live video. It's crying out for it. I just hope the fact that they're so late, I hope it's because they're looking at what YouTube are doing and they're looking at what Facebook is doing and Instagram yeah. are doing. And they're learning from what works and doesn't work because there's a lot of things on Facebook. It's still surprisingly buggy. Facebook Live is surprisingly buggy. Um, but there are some really good things. And I hope LinkedIn can learn from that and put that into practice in their live video platform. So I don't know when next year. I, I would say maybe uh, kind of the middle of the year. I, I would hope it would be sooner than that. But we'll, we'll just have to see. Uh, and I'm definitely going to be, once they do that, I'm, and hopefully it'll roll out to me and I don't have to wait 50 years until it comes, <laughs> yeah. 
you know, but uh, yeah, I'm going to be investing in that definitely. Yeah, me too. Oh gosh, I do hope it does arrive. That would be the best Christmas present ever. I remember asking Jason Miller about it though at an event last May. So he was kind of head of content, basically this area, Europe and Middle East and stuff. And he said he hadn't heard anything about it then but of course things change very quickly so mm. we'll okay. see well yeah I, I i yeah i don't know anyone who works for linkedin but i know people who who usually know things we'll put it got their way. to the ground yeah, yeah. oh that so, would be fantastic so i don't know i mean i could be completely wrong but uh, i i hope i hope not no i hope you're not so a few a few uh, other comments in in the uh in the comments comments in the comments there we go uh, Robert says, oh, I forgot, Square Video becomes the common way to do things. That's an interesting one. I, yeah. I would hope so, but I, I, I don't know. Is the, I mean, I, I think I see, still see a lot of portraits or a lot of landscape, and I don't see that many Square videos. They are becoming more, more the norm, but I'm a yeah. big fan of Square. Uh, would we do this show in Square format? Um, we could do. If it was easy, we probably would. Well, it is easy. It is easy. But then it becomes very difficult for the likes of YouTube. We couldn't then just quite easily yeah. repurpose that content. Yeah. I think we'll see more well, tools that make it easy to do that. Um, yeah. Definitely. So yeah. Well, that, maybe, YouTube is, maybe YouTube will be more accommodating to different video sizes. Maybe that's the key. Because if that could be what's putting other people maybe. off as well. Having said that, I don't think YouTube is going to be the case on YouTube. Because on YouTube... A lot of people still watch it on their TVs. I, I yeah, and and so I, I think, what would you watch Square video on a TV? Well, you probably would if it was really compelling. But yeah. I'd be frustrated by that. And and then Instagram yeah, TV is portrait, whether you like it or not. So uh, yes, um, yes, but that's got a little way to go, hasn't it, in terms of developing and. Um... <laughs> It is. Well, and actually would you, bringing people in to watch the content there. Would you predict that it's the death of Instagram TV next year? I mean, that's an interesting one. Oh, I think it might evolve into something useful. I'm still optimistic about that one. Yeah, I think I think evolve is the word that I would agree with you there. Yeah. I think it's got to evolve, otherwise it will die. Yes. Um, I'd li I, like the, I like the format, but uh, I think it needs to. I like the format and I like the idea because actually if you're doing a video where it's your face to camera, then stopping after 10 minutes is a blinking brilliant idea. It's just, it's perfect. It's the perfect length. So yeah, let's hope they do something with it. Yeah, definitely. Rebecca Kelly says your show would be amazing on LinkedIn. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, we agree with that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we agree with that. That's that's our <laughs> prediction for, for next year. And uh, <laughs> well, we'll steal it from you. Uh, and Robert Stern says LinkedIn LinkedIn live video will be for a limited time, like five minutes, five to seven minutes the most. That's an interesting one because I think um, certainly video on LinkedIn works well with that, with that form, yeah. you know, with a shorter format, you know, so maybe three to five minutes, maybe a little bit longer. Live video, that's an interesting one. Will there be a limit on it? And you see, I've, I've looked at some figures that Balsumo did, and this was specifically yeah. for Facebook yeah, live. Yeah, I looked at that. And I can't remember, I don't have the, them in front of me, but I think they were talking about the fact that the, the amount of reactions that you get, uh, such as likes and loves and all that kind of stuff, would increase as you got, went through the video up until around, I think it was 14, 15 minutes. That yeah, it time. was. And up at that point, they tended to stay the same, remain at the same level. Yeah. So I think 15 minutes 
on average is a good time. Some some yeah. go on for 30 minutes and more. Uh, should there be a limit on LinkedIn? Will they put that? Interesting one. I don't know. I I would be sad if they put a limit on it because then we couldn't do the show. It would be a very, we'd have to do a little bite-sized yeah. version of it. So. <laughs> that would be interesting. Mm. Yeah, we'll wait and see on that one. Yeah. And next year, of course, haven't we? Next year, isn't that when the cookie laws come in for web pages? So we had GDPR this year, isn't it? Next year that the cookie laws come in. I thought the cookie law was already in. Oh no, there's a sorry, there's a new one. Oh, a new coming one coming in, isn't oh, there? Right. Okay. A new directive or whatever. Oh, well, so okay. I'm thinking. So all I'm thinking is, you know, people are already very resistant to clicking off to websites now from social media. I'm just thinking it's that's going to be another sort of nail in the coffin so I think no longer can we expect to when someone has first met us on social media just to jump across to our website because we say it's a good thing to do we've got to woo them a little bit and for them to get to know us a little bit before they're even going to go across to our yeah. website and I think we've got to remember that that's an interesting one I hadn't thought about that I, I I don't have an issue I actually quite like to click through to people's websites but um I think it's becoming difficult I actually think the these cookie laws becoming so in my opinion ridiculous because they uh you go to people's websites and they've got this like huge banner you yeah. can't see anything and it's yeah. saying will you accept cookies and like most people don't have a clue what cookies are yeah. you know I and i just go yes because i i mean i just i just show me the content i don't care you know and so yeah i think it, i i hope we're going to see a little bit more common sense in this department but yeah i mean absolutely I when it comes bank to on it facebook well yeah i know i agree but i think when it comes to uh facebook and, and social media platforms of course they don't want anyone to go away from their platform they want to keep the visitors for themselves so it's going to be it, it is going to continue to be more difficult for us to for whatever reason to get people over to our website but it doesn't mean the end of content marketing on your blog i mean i think we focus mainly on the show about on social media but a massive mm. thing is seo and content and so we we should never forget about that but on social media we shouldn't just rely on getting people over to our websites from social media absolutely so there we go oh robert just uh, robert stern just uh, clarifies what, what he said and so this is an interesting point about this is he was talking about the the length of live video he says the oh, yeah. reason i say limited that linkedin only allows up to 10 minutes of pre-recorded video. Um, so live will be less. So yeah, I, I think it will be interesting whether LinkedIn uh, enforces a limit like they do on pre-recorded video. But I think with their relationship with Vimeo, I would hope they would increase that limit and uh, we can only, only see what happens. Yeah, wait and see. Um, Exciting if they do there, bring that out. Yeah, there we go. Well, I, th I think we've run out of time. I was going to say... Well, well, one other tiny thing, which was just we're going to see a lot more authenticity with live video. And I, I, I don't mean authenticity for authenticity's sake. I think it's all, but it's it's kind of what we've been saying all along. A bit yeah. more raw, authentic stuff that, you know, not less of the slick stuff. Although, you know, what we try and do in this show is we try and be slick and we try and be authentic. We, I don't, it, it's, we try and do both. <laughs> and we're I think, trying too hard. <laughs> um, so I, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So. Yeah, I think we should we should leave it there. I think thank you so much for everyone's comments. If you're yes, if you're brilliant. watching thank this on the replay, do continue to add comments. And if you're listening to the podcast, yes. uh, do go and find the Free Range Social Show page and get involved with the conversation. Yeah, let us know what you think. Mm. 
So how can people find out a little bit more about you, Julia? Oh, just come and chat with me on socials. On the socials, find me at, at Julia Bramble. I would love to chat with you. And how about you, Ian? Well, you can find me at iag.me. That's my website. And also on the social media, I've carelessly scattered myself across the social <laughs> webs. Ian Anderson Gray, just find. And uh, of course, with Julia, you can, uh, you're can you going to be put in the comments, aren't you, about that Instagram stories? Yeah, I'll put the, uh, the links to my Facebook group because I did some training on Instagram stories that, yeah, will help people out if they're struggling a little bit with all the different features. That would be great. That would be great. And just one other tiny thing I'm going to be doing again this year the Christmas Carol of the Day which is a bit of a fun thing it's going to be 24 live videos over the 12 days up until Christmas uh, and it's all about guessing what Christmas Carol we're we're doing a cryptic version in the morning and then we'll sing it for you in the evening and this year it's going to be very exciting because we've got loads and loads of guests Julia is involved lots of other special guests who will remain nameless at the moment Uh, and uh, so if you just go to my page Ian Anderson Gray uh, I'm going to be doing all the announcing there. So I'd love to love to have you involved with that. That'd be great. Woo-hoo. It's very yeah. exciting. So very we exciting. will see you next week. I think, yes. I, I, am I allowed to say that next week is our Christmas special? You're allowed to say that next week is our Christmas special. I've said it. Yes, I've said it how already. exciting. So it's our Christmas <laughs> special next week. If you've got any thoughts on what we can do, and uh, we'll certainly be doing some Christmassy things and uh, maybe be having some Christmas snacks and all that kind of stuff and um, yes join us for a, a little christmas drink maybe a christmas christmas sherry a christmas sherry <laughs> we might get a bit too merry or christmas malibu or christmas baby sham <laughs> brilliant well, well we'll look forward to that we'll see you all next week thank you so much for watching and listening thank you bye everyone bye, bye. That was the Free Range Social Show with Ian Anderson Gray and Julia Brown. See you next week. Better attend to those cows.